We're going to do this in three, two, one, cue coach. Week zero is in the books, but this week it is officially week one, so we are doing our best to make you confused about college football. That's right, everybody. The college football preview episode is here, and we're going to dive headfirst into the season and pass along our medium-level knowledge to you, dear listener. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. That was excellent. Noise. Noise. Nice job, as always. Welcome, everyone, to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means that we get the big stories right, the details wrong. If you're cool with that, we're going to have a show. You hear those crickets? Those are ours. But we're on the road this week. We're on Coach's Lanai. How about that? Back porch at Coach's house. Maestro spent a good deal of time getting everything set up. <laughs> Setting the gig up. And uh, we are rolling now. Good to go. My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus, or BMOC, driving the trains tonight. Hosting this show uh, with this guy. This guy. No cuts, no butts, no coconuts. It's the coach, <laughs> basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm doing good. We are here live in my home court. You were bound and determined we would do a live show for Absolutely. the college football preview. It is, it is a tradition like no other. I don't think we've ever done back-to-back live shows before. We haven't. That's right. Ooh, this and is Just outside Coach's uh, porch here, there's a crowd of about 30,000. Easily. Easily. Yeah, they're very quiet. We've, we've calmed them down, but they were raucous well, a minute ago. Their mic isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And as you heard in the up top and with the worldwide, nice job there. It's coach proclaimed Big Ten expert. <laughs> Tall Sean, he's a great guy, unless you own a Honda CRV. How's it going, Tall Sean? <laughs> <laughs> I might have divulged well. that. <laughs> Good to be with you, folks. All right, and uh, Tall Sean always joins us for our college football preview, sometimes other episodes throughout the year. So yeah, I dabble. He's dabbling, and then with the sick guitar licks and the microphones, and <laughs> he's sweating from setting everything up and getting us going. Maestro, how are you? Brian Hake. I'm good now, now that we're rolling. Heart rate up. Some technical difficulties, but uh, all good now. And can I, let me ask you about your hat. My hat is uh, it's for the Red Fern. It's up in uh, downtown Marblehead. It's a little. I got gotcha. Red Fern. I've stayed at the Red Fern. Have you stayed oh, at look the Red at that! Fern? A Red Fern yeah. stair. It's winery. delightful. Yeah, delightful. Got a little patio out back. Sometimes oh. some uh, some talent. Plays back there, plays some acoustic guitar. Ooh, I like it. I like when a small business is is bold enough just to have the representation of their brand, and it doesn't say like Red Fern Marblehead. Well, and it's also a legacy hat too. I love legacy hats. Yeah, they just go on. Fit. Good hats. Fit. Speaking of good hats, you can follow this show on the socials. <laughs> 
at Sports Wednesday, where we are killing it on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. Threads. Oh man, how's the Threads coming? Coach? Coming great. Just <laughs> like the content's just spilling. Last out week me. you said you were going to double down on your commitment to Threads. I did. So can I push it to next week? That's right. Thank of course, you. we're still over on X, formerly Twitter. At Sport Wednesday, still no S. God damn him. I feel like I'm not tweeting just in protest of that. I think so, too. Same thing with me on threads. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to tweet at Elon Musk. I'm not tweeting again until we get the S. God damn it. That's bold. 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 And, of course, if you need some Sports Wednesday merch, and why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Head to sportswednesday.com, click on merch, and it takes you to a Redbubble store. we got all sorts of great stuff. Talshawn has the uh, shower curtain, I understand. Yeah, I wrap myself in it after showers, actually. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Not how it's supposed to be used, but that's right, cool. Well, okay, hey. You do you. We'll let him be him. That's right. All right, college football preview and coach. Uh, it's a coach show sheet. It is. Right? So yes. uh, we're getting ready to go into it here. If I was a guitar guy I'd be picking my guitar up. Hey, but that's not <laughs> us. Well, I kind of had it in the up top, but I'll whip up something. He's going to do it. Here we go. It's time for CFB 2023. That is awesome. What do you got for us? What are we doing here? Okay, so it's kind of a potpourri. You get to pick which 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 road, almost like the old choose your own adventure books. Uh Which, by the way, I love those books. Those Those books were great. Um, so it, really there's three basic questions that you can pick from and then we'll all do the back end. Okay. Three questions are college football this year comes down to most compelling story of this year will be or the best game that will be on for college football is what and why. All right. Well, I think uh, we, we have our guests go first. I that's think polite, that's just the smart And he is do. the Big Ten expert for all your Big Ten expertise needs. Go to Talshawn.com. <laughs> What are you answering? So I'm going to go with the the best game of the year, mm-hmm. and uh, my don't, theme of the night will be don't steal it Homerism. Oh, so yes, I'm I'm doing it. You it's, did it's it. It's the game. It's OSU Michigan, um, and a big part of that is because the other game that I think everybody would want to see in the regular season would be. Bama and Georgia, which they do not play. Mm-hmm. The oh, they don't season. this year. No. Oh. Even if they both went. Well, I'm talking regular season. Uh, okay. in the regular Just season. regular yeah. season. So this game's uh, in Ann Arbor? It is. Yeah? It is. And how are you feeling about it? I'm cautiously optimistic. Okay. Mm. Um, you know, really when you look at last year, J.J. McCarthy only really had one excellent game. Yeah. That just so happened to be against Ohio State, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But he was somewhat pedestrian the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, so, you know, can Michigan go, you know, 3-0 against us the last three years? Can J.J. McCarthy put together another performance like that? Um, you know, I'd like to think the OSU defense takes another step with, yeah. you know, another year under Jim Knowles. So, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I'm cautiously optimistic. And, you know, just with, like, the, the playoff implications of it, you sure. know, again, the history behind it. That's that's my pick. I think that's the, the the game of the year. They have McCarthy. They have both their running backs coming back. Yeah, they, they do have a good team lost, coming back. They lost back. that yeah. tight end, and I think receiver their receiving core is a little untested as well. So the question is, does he have the weapons out wide? 
And are they going to be as good as people are saying? Well, this is the first year in a long time that there's major expectations for Michigan. Yeah. Right. And the last game they played, they shit the bed against TCU. So mm-hmm. it's like they were in the biggest stage. They had the best road to get to the championship, yeah. and they, they, they didn't make it happen. So to me, um, it'll be very compelling. All right. Ohio State-Michigan, the game. Going to be a good one, according to Talshawn Maestro. What are we doing? What question are you answering? Is that what you were doing? No, I I had answers for all three. Of course he did. Because Maestro's prepared. Maestro be prepared. All right, I'm going to do... I'm going to go with number two, just because (laughs) I want to be compelling and I want to push... I want to push push coaches' buttons. Damn it. Uh, The most compelling storing will be... I got two words for that. Quinn Years. <laughs> oh yeah. Love it. Have a good year. Breakout year in Texas. Texas is gonna suck, but he's gonna be great and he's gonna keep them in it. Their last year in the in the Big Twelve before they uh, the Arch Manning takes over and they go into the Big Ten and all that blah blah blah. Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers. I hope he still has See, his mullet. You I mean they're going to the SEC? Well. SEC. Yeah, right? uh, next year, yeah. yeah. What did I say something? You said Big Ten. <laughs> Big That's ten. okay. God damn it. It seems we like everyone's I going... Us. I know. We, we know. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be a, a fair mistake anymore. Will you, will you fix That's, that one? That's pretty medium. I hear Otterbein here locally is going to join the Big Ten. <laughs> so too. Yeah. Uh, Maestro, I think that's good, and it's a good piggyback into mine. So, uh, nice. And Tall Sean's really set it up by going with the homer pick. The best game of the year, fellas. Yes. And I'm going on and I'm Oh, you're here. doing it. Oh, he's going to do it. November 4th. <sighs> Kansas State at Texas. The winner of that game will make the playoff. <gasps> wow, that's bold. That is yeah. a bold prediction. Yeah, I think Kansas State is, they got everybody back. Mm-hmm. Chris Kleiman. Except their best player. Except for Deuce Vaughn, but they got a transfer from Florida State. Okay, so, so you know. I understand the Deuce is gone. They dropped the Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. You had that ready. Did you? Oh, we queued him up. Boom. Uh, I just think that, that for me is going to be the most compelling game, obviously, because... It was last Damn. year's. Um, yes. You know, they, unless they both have four losses going into that game. For sure, <laughs> for sure. But that's what I think. I think Kansas State, Texas, can be a great game, uh, particularly if you went to Kansas State or Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it's very compelling. But yeah, I think the winner of that game is going to has the inside track to win the Big Twelve, and then also will make the playoff. That's good. That's really good. God, I did not want to go last. We All saved right. you for last. We're All right, gonna so do that Kansas State Show sheet guy goes last. I know that. All right, so my thing is the most compelling story is this. Like we have been living in this world. I mean, although TCU did crash the story last crash the party last year, but like this is the last year before we have twelve teams make the playoff. Mm-hmm. So can a team like USC or a team like LSU break through and make this a different type of playoff rather than having the, the the stalwarts like Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, what have you. But really the one team that I think is, to me, most compelling is USC because their route in the Pac-12 should be a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. They should, seeing that the team that they have and they have the best quarterback, yeah. they should be undefeated. But what is what's going to happen when they are undefeated and you have a one-loss Georgia and they never played Alabama, and then you have LSU that maybe only has one loss, mm-hmm. and you have all these teams. Like, is it, it, could this happen where like an undefeated team doesn't make it, or they? I, well, you know what I think too is that there could be a little bit of 
sentimental, like this is the last year for yes. all these conferences, and maybe the committee just keeps that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, the, like legacy. The same groups over yeah. and over again. So, like, yeah, that. No, I no, I'm thinking they would mix pick, it up. They would pick a Pac 12 team. To put them in, yes, because it's they, the last time for Pac 12. Well, Pac 12 is probably never going to be around anymore. Yep. I have to admit, I'm legitimately a little sad about that. I am too. You know, just it's been such a fixture of college football, and I, I'm not a huge Pac-12 guy, but I'd watch the late games when they'd come on at Arizona, Arizona State. But I remember, I remember watching back many, many moons in the '80s, watching that USC game in the afternoon, yeah. and like the sun just comes over, and it's the late afternoon game, and it might have been Ohio State, like or USC Ohio State, or even the the Rose Bowls, or whatever. Like those were great games like that was a great conference like one of the best yeah it's doubly sad for our pac-12 expert who we had sadly let go from the <laughs> we show cut. well sorry your, your conference sucks so i got a question about this bit did yeah. nobody pick the first one it comes That's down right. to yeah what does it come down to you so got you've got one. something so got let's one. hear it. good so let's hear it we can because talk about it i think it. it's a talk we could talk about it because i feel like my my comes down to is this can the Big Ten break through and actually get a national championship this year? Because mm. it feels like we're getting there, we're getting close, it's us, it's Michigan, whomever, but we can't break down and, and win. Yeah. Um, and that's what I, I'm curious about. Is that going to happen this year? Can it happen? I, I think if it's going to happen, I think this year could definitely be that year, just because there's so much... There's so many question marks across college football, particularly when it comes to quarterbacks. You know, so many of the like premier teams are, you know, uh, replacing quarterbacks. You know, Tennessee, Ohio State, um, uh, Alabama, Alabama. Yeah, exactly. So, I think it's kind of wide open. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'd say it's wide open, but I think that uh, those teams on the cusp, um, there's more of a chance there. I don't like U, uh, USC. I just think their defense is just terrible. Not existing. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, you just don't see them as much. I know. You know these Pac-12 teams have a, a huge disadvantage because half of the country never sees any of their games. So Yeah, totally. You know, it's, it's just hard to get the, the, the votes to get in, I think, um, or tougher yeah. for them, I should say. Well, and I think, too, I mean – and it, it could be because they live in Columbus, but everything I've read about the Big Ten this year, every team is better, right? Yes. And we talk about Ohio State and Michigan a lot, but Penn State is an awfully good team. Yeah. Yeah. You know, coming back. Illinois is supposed to be good this year. I read that too. Um, and so, to me, I think it, it could be more. Than, sleep on than Fat than Bielema. Right? Yeah. I think that Michigan-Michigan State game, that was almost my pick for best nice. game. I think that's going to be a, a hell of a game <laughs> in East Lansing. Yes. Particularly after the yes. fight they had last year, I know. I think I think Sparty. I don't think they're a great team, but I think they'll be fired up for. That but they'll game. be ready for that game. Yeah. No, I agree. There's the, the the teams are not. It's not complete dog shit. Like there's there's enough teams that have gotten better. Yeah. And Penn State is absolutely like we're going in the Big Ten. Penn State is absolutely a wild card. Yeah. But they're another one of those teams. They play great, and then when well, the, yeah, they, the big game comes, they wilt. They will. Yeah. So I had a couple. I was gonna. I was going to add to the show sheet, but I decided to just oh, here we go. There. I yeah. like it. Um, they're easy ones, but I think you all will have an answer. And so, my first one is: Who is the most overrated team going into the season? Mm, let's let's go here. I think Florida State is the most overrated team. Uh, I am not a believer in them. 
I think it's crazy that they're a top 10 team. Um, you know, maybe they proved me wrong this weekend, but um, that that's my pick. I, I, like Texas A&M last year. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. top five and they just went, Ooh. Yeah. I think it's hard not to say USC just because their defense is still with middle school arm tackles. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, God, that's a tough one. Uh, I, see, I, w- I would say I was going to jump on with Florida State. I also think I think I, I feel like the the people that vote him, them into the top ten they just want the renaissance of Florida State to be good again. They want they want Florida State back in the national spotlight. And let's face it, when they were good, it was awesome. When they when when Florida State and the U were good, that is like the the essence or the the such good college football yeah. and. I just think they want to put them back in. I think they're good, but they're, you're right. I agree with you. I don't think they're where they should be. They're way overrated. I think LSU spanks them. My choice, I'm going to cheat a little bit because they played last weekend, but Notre Dame. I feel like <sighs> Thank they, you. Have this, Thank you. they have this older quarterback, this seasoned guy, and all of a sudden they had a, a blowout against a shitty Navy team, and they're all of a sudden like Here savior. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to happen. They'll be good, but I don't think they're going to be like playoff good. All right, my other one, walk on topic. Yes, walk. Wow, what a great talk on topic. Walk on topic is. We'll make that a bit. Uh, who is the most underrated team? Who's the sneaky oh. team? The one nobody's talking about, or you're like, hmm, I think they could be pretty good this year. Let's go reverse order. You want to start? Uh, yeah, I'll start. Um, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking it's Texas. Oh, wow. He believes in Texas. I'm going Quinn Ewers. Ewers! <laughs> they do have pretty high expectations in Texas this year, though. High. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I think I picked te- Texas last year. I think so. you probably did, too. I'm going to go LSU. I think I think they're going to be sneaky good. I think Yeah. I think with Brian Kelly, I just I just think give him another year. Last year they started crappy and it ended it strong. Got strong. into the... Yeah. SEC championship, correct? Yeah, they yeah. They yeah. got hot at the end. They got of the hot at the end of the year and I just don't I I just think he's gonna he's a So what are they six? Yes. So who do you move them ahead of if you think they're underrated? I just I think they're the better team and I think as far as the I think this is their year in the SEC, so I mean Do they I beat think, like a Bama yeah, or I think, upset a Georgia? I'm, or? When I when I'm being bold here, I don't think they lose. So I think that they I, – I feel like Alabama's ripe, Georgia's ripe. Like, neither of those teams have a quarterback in place. Now, they are Georgia and Alabama, and they can put one in tomorrow, but they don't. But LSU, I just feel like, is primed for that. I'm pr- they're priming the pumps. Interesting. I've thought long and hard about that LSU team as I've been contemplating my playoff predictions, which yes. you know are coming up next. Yes. So, uh, yeah, but it, it, it's hard to say at six you're, you're underrated. True, but I'm just saying in the SEC you are. Sure. You are underrated between Alabama and Georgia, which is really the only two other teams that matter. Is, is anyone else just super glad Stetson Bennett's not playing? Yes, anymore? I'm so glad. Can I just <laughs> say to that... watch his punchable face. Yes, thank you for saying punchable face. I really I'm want a t shirt that has face. his face there and it just says punchable face. Apparently right, he's been doing well. Who do you got? Who's but I think you guys know. Obviously I'm, Kansas, Kansas State, State I think is is nobody is they're not on anyone's radar. except for like your Big Twelve beat writers are picking them to go to the Big Twelve championship game. Uh, but a couple of games go our way and I think we could be going into that game with maybe one loss. And uh, that would that would be amazing and surprising. Texas was my other one though. 
uh, I think I think they're good. Yeah, I think, I think they is are. Good. There's a lot of talent down there. They just, just got to pull it together. All right, Tall Sean. Um, I would go with Florida. Mm. I believe they are unranked currently. I play Utah on and, Thursday. And I just do not believe that there are you know, 25 better teams than Florida. You know, they got a, a mm. veteran quarterback. Yeah. You know, a, a transfer, Graham Mertz, who you know had had his ups and downs at Wisconsin, but they I think they're returning their their two starting running backs, and that was kind of the strength of their team. Yeah. Um, you know. They play good defense. I just I think it's nuts that they're not in the top twenty-five. I gotta say that that is like bizarro world. There is a transfer quarterback from Wisconsin that goes to Florida. Yeah, <laughs> that's bizarro. And wins that job. That's crazy. Yeah, because you would think it'd be flipped. Like somebody from yeah. the South would play, and like obviously Russell Wilson did, but like that's bizarro world. You know, Florida wasn't bad last year. They lost some close games. They kind of fell apart with a little bit at the end of the season, but they were solid all year. So that's a that's a good it's one. a good and pick. Honestly, like I, I never thought Anthony was it Richardson? Mm-hmm. Yes, Richardson? Richardson. I never thought he was all that good. Neither like, did I. I watched a couple of games where it didn't look like the Duke could complete a pass to yeah. save his life. Yeah, like you know, passes to the flat were the only thing that he had, and him being a freakish athlete. Um, so. Yeah, that's, that's my call. That's a good one. That's why he's our expert. This so so before team. we get into the four playoff teams, yeah. I did. I have another real quick one because it just popped into my head because um, you, you mentioned Wisconsin. What do we think Fickle's going to do this year? How do we think what they're going to be? Any thoughts? You know, it's always hard when, you know, it's it's a first year. You, you know, you don't really know what, you know, how, how bare the cupboard was necessarily. Yeah. But I think he's a really good coach, and I think that was a great hire for uh, Wisconsin. So, I think they'll be, I think they'll be good, but I don't think they're a contender in the Big Ten. No, but like eight and four. I mean, I mean, even nine and three would be good for them. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think so. That's what I, I I see him I see him doing well, but like with expectations that we're not talking about winning the Big Ten. Yeah, and I could see like he could in, upset somebody. I don't in know who this is. Him like having like ten and two kind of seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty consistent. Uh, yeah, still. Wisconsin. I predict that the Michigan State coach will be fired by game five. Wow, bold statement. Yeah, he's been he's been whining about nil and all that kind of stuff. He like got he's, paid. He's yeah. making excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I don't like uh, I don't like where Michigan State is. I I think I think that's a good. I think that's a sound prediction. That's a sound prediction. Wow, look at my strength. I just pulled that out of my buttski. That was a buttski. That was good. If he's not fired, I could see them be, like, holding on to the end of the season so that I had to pay out his contract. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, what's the advantage of firing a guy in week five if you're already 0-5? True. It doesn't happen often. I don't know if that happens often in college yeah. football. Yeah, yeah. But so I like unless, though, unless like, they feel like they're an assistant or somebody could actually step yeah. in and do a better job. Yeah, that's true. Well, speaking of compelling, I wanted to throw this out there. I, I do find it. I'm really interested to see what happens at Colorado oh, with prime time, just because yeah. there's so many compelling. new so players. You know, he get cleaned house. He's got like 54 transfers. He's got an 85 in roster. Two players, or the two or three players from last year's team, are still on there. I'd love to see him do well. Oh, 
I, I, I mean, if he does well with that scenario, write a check anywhere he wants to go. Right? He could do whatever he wants. His big goal is to be able to stand on the sidelines. I read that today. I know because he had his that whole foot surgery. Yeah. I heard that you know that uh, I think his name's Tom Luganbill or whatever. He's a college football analyst, and he said that that is probably the worst roster of like a major like, power five program. Yeah. Even with the so transfers, they got a, like a really good quarter. You know, they've got a couple yeah. of really good players, but most of it is just bad. Shit. Oh God! Well, that we'll get back to that during our betting and sweating. <laughs> Really could have used you a while ago. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, those uh, that was a lot of walk-on topics, but I thought that was some, some I compelling thought that was, audio. That was very compelling. Yeah. Tall Sean shows up, and all of a sudden, everything's compelling. Maestro saves all his good stuff for Tall Sean. I, I try to elevate oh, it's, the podcast. It doesn't t- my favorite. I know that. Hey. All right, so where are we at now? Where are we at now? We are getting ready to do our predictions. Our four playoff teams Ooh. and your, nat- your natty winner. So okay, let's go. Uh, we're gonna we'll, all pick this. Do we do? Part. Do we do all four, or we're we gonna do one at a time? I would encourage all of you to take take a flyer here. It's okay. not like I have a really good memory and I'm gonna bring it up every time I see oh, you. So for the good. Next three to four years. All right. <laughs> um, I can vouch for that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let's go. Let's do this. We'll go Tall Shaw and Maestro Coach than me. Are we going all four? Or yeah. are we going like just just, just bust them out there. Here are my four playoff teams, and then we'll do our natty separately. Okay. So I've I've learned from the mistakes of the past. <laughs> yeah. Iowa State's not in it. I'm not going out on any limbs this year. Mm. So was, my was Iowa State or Idaho State? No, like Iowa. My <laughs> oh my God. Are again Homer pick OSU Georgia. Michigan, oh wow, and yeah, Bama. It's going to be an all Big Ten SEC playoff. Wow. Because here's the thing. Yes, here it like is. I said, Georgia and Bama don't play each other. Sure. They'll almost. I think they're going to see each other in the SEC championship game. Yeah. If that game is close, I think the loser gets in. Yeah. And I see the same kind of scenario playing Michigan. out in the Big Ten with Michigan, Ohio State. They're already, you know. These teams are already starting out in the top four. Yeah. Um, that's that's how we see it going. All right. I guess an Ohio State Michigan national championship would be amazing. Oh, it would be people would shit the bed. All right, Meister, what do you got? Uh, I got the same as Tall Sean. Okay. I was just that's showing funny. him that on my sheets of paper. I saw that. Coach, what do you got? All right, so mine's different. So I have three of the same. I have OSU, Alabama, and Georgia. But okay. I think USC runs the table, and you, they get in outside of a Michigan that loses to Ohio State. I think a one-loss Michigan team loses out to an undefeated. I just think that if, if they get in, they're going to be exposed. Yes. Oh, they'll be exposed. Yeah. I'm not saying that USC is going to be win it, but I think an undefeated USC team with Caleb Williams – Will will the which which I think will win the Heisman again, will uh, will make it into the playoffs. So you said OSU, USC, Georgia, yeah, Bama, yes, Bama. So three of the same, except I'm throwing in USC. Funny, we're all saying Bama. We haven't even talked about Bama anywhere yet. Is it just is it just cause we talked a little bit about they've got a new quarterback? Yeah, yeah. But we didn't talk about Saban or his his hair is handsome. His hair is nice. It's always coiffed. Very handsome. It's well coiffed. What do you got? Well, I'll I know. Take, what, I'll I, take a flyer since you guys have. have here comes his Iowa State. State. 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. I, I got Georgia and OSU. Okay. And I would actually love that rematch. I think that would be a great game. Here it is. Let's You're go. doing it. You're Let's doing go. it. LSU. Yes. LSU thank you. In Texas. <gasps> wow. You've got it. Texas. Quinn years. He's a believer. You have Texas. Wow. I li- I like it. I don't dislike it at all. Except Texas. <laughs> there, there you have it. So we'll we'll see what happens. I told I told you I was winging it this this week. I love the wing. So and Talshawn, now write those down so that next time you see me. Oh, it it's seared in my memory. <laughs> you can be like, "Hey, Iowa State." So then, now we got to go through national champion. All right. Yeah. We're picking the final two? or the yeah, We can pick the final two. Okay. Because even though we don't know how it's going to break down, pick the final two. Let's see if we can get it. Okay. Okay, again, I'm not being very uh, imaginative here, but I think it's a rematch. I think yeah. it's OSU and Georgia. And I think uh, uh, OSU will, That'd will be great. come away with it this year. I would love it if that happened. Oh. Maestro? Uh, oh. What do you have? Let's, um... Oh. I hate to do it. Do it? I'm going to say Georgia-Bama. Oh, wow. All SEC. And who wins? Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm rooting for this to happen because I don't want it to happen. Okay. Oh, I like that. Yes. Little little reverse psychology. I like it. On the the Cosmos. Yes, I love the Cosmos. Um, Bama's going to win. I'll tell you, I'll watch that game, but I won't like that I'm watching I'll it. hate it. I'll spit on my TV. You ready or you want me to go? Go ahead, Coach. All right, so I had the same as you, but I'm just going to flip it because that's the same thing. I'm just going to gonna mix it up a little bit. I'm going to flip it for real. I'm going to do OSU-Alabama. I think it's going to be, I think in the the the, champ, or the playoff, it'll be OSU versus USC. It'll be Alabama versus Georgia. They'll do that just because it's compelling. And OSU Alabama with Saban sucking it and OSU winning. Of course, I'm picking nice. OSU. I'm not picking Alabama. Boom. It's my so, show. So you're a big believer in Alabama. I am. I just feel like Saban, Saban is not going to miss the playoffs another year. He's mm-hmm. just not. Mm-hmm. 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 He just won't. Mm-hmm. Right. Can I can I post something from my phone? Yes. This is from December 29th, 2022. <laughs> I was out with the with the. Um, the gang here on this side of the neighborhood. Oh, this gang? oh yeah, that's right. And we made a bet, and I just want to post it like outside of my phone. Oh my god, that's about, right. It's about Quinn Ewers. Right, Long term bet. bet is Quinn Ewers, the quarterback of Texas, in their next bowl game. So next bowl cycle, is he their quarterback? I am saying no. You were saying Maestro says yes. There we go. Yes. Six pack alone star or something. Exactly. <laughs> That is awesome. That's awesome. I do remember that. Years. When years. Right. Well, we'll see what happens. Find Lone Star. I'm gonna look hard. Yeah. So I might have to send you that. that He'll fix that in post. Well, I have, as you know, I took a flyer here, and I'll just continue that. Let's say LSU OSU. Ooh, rematch of '06. I and, like it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Buckeyes to win it all. God, I love, I love it. I love it. So, so only he hates the Buckeyes. Yeah, but I was doing it. I know I that. It. I'm just kidding. We know what you did, and we. Pre- but I have to pretend because that also helps with the double mojo. That's true. 
Yeah. Sure. Is that all we have to say about college football? We didn't really talk about Clemson much. We did not. And they're uh, where, where are they now? Are they overrated or eight underrated? or nine? Are they lower? They're than nine. Them? I don't know. Let me look. They're just not not as relevant yeah. as they once were. You know. But I I feel like the way they're realignment nine. is starting to happen. I feel like we're going to end up with like two super leagues. We oh, will. Yeah. Oh, that's sure. that's the that's, Big Ten and the SEC. It's like two premier leagues. Yeah, and ten of the twelve teams every year are yeah. going to be either from the the Big Ten or the SEC. Yeah, yeah. Or the Which I don't think is great. But you know, the stars might align, and Clemson and Oklahoma are fantastic. And the two yeah. the two buddies, you know, they worked up in the off season, got their teams together. And uh, could happen. Could happen. Is the U supposed to be good this year? Name, but. Uh, Oklahoma coach. Does anybody know what if the U is supposed to be good? I don't know. That's a great question. Again, like, how I feel like they were on the rise last like, year. They're not even on the top twenty. Yeah, uh, there was a time where they were the most dominant yeah. team, maybe ever. Yeah, you know, and they've just—they're not even in the preseason. Broke, you know who broke their back? Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State. Yes, mm-hmm. Jim Trestle. Yeah, they're uh, they're not even in the top twenty-five. Crazy. Yeah, that's that's total crazy, and the fact that they never could find, they could never write the ship. All right, I got one more for you. Oh, here we go, walking it on. Who's the TCU this year? Oh, well, well for you, it's got it, it's easy. It's definitely Kansas State. For you Kansas think Kansas it's State, Kansas right? State? I think it's Utah. The Utes. And I always do Utah. I love the Utes. I love the Utes, but I think the Ute, I think Utah could go undefeated with uh, USC and win that. And an undefeated team from the Pac-12 has to make it over a one-loss team. They do not play a lick of defense. Once again, and, and you can win Risen, games without it. <laughs> Cam Risen still, um, like, questionable recovering from that knee injury from last year. So, Go Utes. They're going to beat Florida, and they're just going to awesome. run the table. <laughs> I <All> said, right. <laughs> I didn't say I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> How about you, Talshan? Not the Utes. Who's calling from the locker room at halftime? Ah, there's a good, uh, there's a Big Ten team in there. We messed up. <laughs> we fucked up. You could say Illinois, right? I believe Maybe. Hey, I, well, well start, I, throw I the Washington what, Huskies I, out there, too. I'll, oh. I'll take a flyer. Yes. And I'll say, and, and you're not going to like it. Okay. It's Notre Dame. Oh. And here's why. They don't play anybody. Notre Dame is always... They always get the benefit of the doubt. They're always placed higher than what they Correct. should yeah. in reality yeah. be. Yeah. So I think if you know they play Ohio State tough and lose, you know, uh, a seven-point game, a six-point yeah. game, and they manage to run the table, I can see Notre Dame sneaking into the. Oh world. God, that would make my. Plus, they have Jesus. They... <laughs> <laughs> Which is nice. Jesus. All right. So you so you said Kansas State. Yeah. I said the Utes. You said the Utes. Nope. Notre Dame. I'm going to say Oklahoma. I feel like it does need to come from the Big 12, the team. Yeah. And uh, it's their last year there. Oklahoma sucked last year, and I think that that guy's got something to prove. 20th. Yeah. They're actually playing Cincinnati in Cincinnati this year. You going? No, I don't think so. Oh, yes, I am. All right. Well, I think that's a fair medium-level preview of the college football season. Oh, yeah, I think so. uh, In true medium fashion, doing it uh, several days after the games actually started, but before the big games actually started. It's week one. 
You guys, uh, here's what we'll do to wrap it up, and then we'll get into bed. Yes, one. go ahead. I want you to predict the final score of the OSU Indiana game. Okay. Who's going first? You. All right. It's going to be uh, 49 to 10. Go to him first. What game are we talking about? OSU. 42 14. OSU Indiana this weekend. Oh, oh. What did you say? 49 10. 10. It is aggressive. I'm going to say 45 to 5. Ooh, we got a safety in there. <laughs> what did you say, Tasha? Uh, 42-14. That's a good one. Came two touchdowns. I'm going to go 35-17. Ball game. Says Maestro. Do we want to do a quick pause like we did last week? Yeah. Before sure. we go into Act 2? Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Act 2. Uh, we'll be back after these messages. Thanks for sticking around. We're back, everybody, and we are on Coach's Lanai tonight. If you're joining us for the second half of the show, I encourage you to go back and listen to the first half of the it show. It was damn good. It was it was darn good. Out of the 237 episodes that we've uh, produced of this show, it was... Top 200. Top 200, for sure. <laughs> top 200, for sure. I think, honestly, the worst episode is still episode one. By far. By far. And I do have to ask, if there's any loyal listeners, because there's 175,000 yeah. on the live stream, if you go back and listen to it, I want you to be kind to BMOC and I, because we were sans maestro, and it's a it's a tough listen. It is. It is not. It's a tough listen. I don't know if you've listened to it. I will say, if if you like us, and many of you do, many of you don't, mm-hmm. um, but if you're stuck on a plane, or you have a long flight, yeah. I was entertained. I was flying to Vegas a few months ago. I was like, I, I forgot to load something on my phone, so I just went back and listened to the episodes that were downloaded. Yeah. yeah. I was entertained. We can I went entertain back you. like two years ago, and I was laughing. My, my wife's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know. Myself? All I got to say is Longley was hilarious. <laughs> Pete is a comedian. <laughs> Alrighty, well, the second half of the show, and uh, it, t- it typically takes 90 to 180 minutes. Solid. It's time <laughs> for a little betting and sweating. Betting! <laughs> so loud in here in the light. And sweating! <laughs> <laughs> That was amazing. Ride. It just like loosened up my voice. Oh man, <laughs> that was that was, <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I was like, I wish there was a picture of my face when he did because I went. Because <laughs> I'm bad at it. Was the last time I sang in your ear, Coop. <laughs> it was yeah. unsettling. We all uh, we so all jumped. Good. We are all, all drinking some rye whiskey now with with black cherry. Black cherry wood. Very good. Cleveland underground it's rye good, whiskey. Though. Mm-hmm. It's really? delicious. Mm-hmm. So here's how Batten and Sweatin' works. First of all, we start out with the wagers of the week, where we all had 10 points, and then we try and turn them into more points through gambling, which is a really sound way if you, uh, like me, have not yet saved for your retirement. <laughs> Look into gambling as, as your path. It's shorter. It's quicker. You don't have to worry about compounded interest. Okay. Last week was a very rare week for the show. Way rare. Because Coach and Maestro both were losers. Coach saying the Bobcats plus two and a half over San Diego State. Uh, that did not happen. They lost uh, 15 points on that. Coach Maestro thought, Ars- what happened to Arsenal, Maestro? Seriously. 
They started a little bit slow. Fulham had a quick goal. You know how sometimes that happens. Like teams, they're just they don't recover. They're like a little bit sleepy, and all of a sudden, like a minute in, they get they get scored upon. So they battled back, got up two to one, but then they got a red card, and <sighs> Fulham tied it right at the very end. So two two. It's okay, a, a draw. Okay, they didn't lose. They didn't lose. It's a point for them, but it's minus ten for Maestro. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Arsenal. But BMOC was a winner. He picked Columbus Crew to beat Toronto. That's plus 10 for him. They are on a roll right off now. Off the rim of the hole. Here are standings. <laughs> Coach has 65 points. Maestro with 10 points. And BMOC with 10 points. And our guest, Tal Sean, who last time he was on the show, uh, bankrupted the guest account of points. But you get a wager <laughs> up to 10 points once you're, once you're at zero. That's the way this works. Okay. Uh, so we're going to do this week's wagers of the week. And we're going to start with Maestro. What do you got? Ooh, so I was looking on the uh, on the lines, and I saw that VU University yes, of Miami is playing Miami of Ohio. Yep, Battle of the Miamis. Yep, has that ever happened? I'm I guessing no. I guess no. Ooh, we got to check that website, Coach. Yes. What was that website? I, oh yeah, well that was a good website. I almost want to watch that <laughs> game. I'm not sure why, but um, the U is favored by 17. I'm going to say they cover. So You're I'm taking the 17. U. You know, the Red Hawks. Given the 17. I did see some somewhere where the Red Hawks quarterback was saying, we're going to go down there and surprise some people. Oh. And mm. and cover the spread. <laughs> and, and they asked him where the real Miami was. Yeah, that's right. Oxford, Ohio. He said Oxford, Ohio. That's right. All right, excellent. So uh, I'll go next. Okay, good. I, uh, I also, it's a little dicey because we know Illinois is going to be good. But I think defending MAC champion Toledo covers nine and a half points. Oh, so I'll put all ten of my points on that. You know, there's a lot of colleges around Northwest Ohio yeah. and South Illinois. They they all hate each other. They hate them. They hate each other. Gary, Indiana's up there. Oh God, Gary, Indiana! What an armpit. Sorry, Gary, if you're listening. It is not a place you want to break down. That's you sure. really don't. Like when you're going to like Chicago and mm-hmm. you get to Gary, you're like, shit, I you hope I have up. enough gas. You fill up. Fill up. Yes. And you got to get through Gary. You right. get through Gary, you're Cuts, good. Cuts, what do you got? Okay. So I had a pick and then Tal Sean had to be the expert and say something out loud that made me question it. But oh. I'm going to go with it. Once again, I'm going Big with Ten it. expert. I'm going with Tal it. Sean. Because you can't bet against primetime. He's getting 20 and a half points against TCU. He's going to try to make a statement. So this is going to be one of those things where he comes out and he is gloriously awesome or gloriously horrible. So I'm going to take my chances. I'm going to do a 10 points. I'm taking Colorado plus 20 and a half. Taking the points. Interesting. The buffs. I want like because I want to watch the game. It makes it super compelling. You guys think he'll wear a cowboy Here's hat the on thing. the sideline? Oh god. Oh, I think. Here's there's, the thing. He I think there's a hundred percent chance. Of that. The thing. He with already the, knows how good his the, team or how bad his team is. Outrageous yes. goal chance. Yeah. He might say, you know what? Prime time. Prime time's just going to lose and get it out of the way, and then nobody's going to care anymore. Then, oof, God, people are going to care. He's made people have to pay yeah. attention because if he flames out, he looks bad. Like he's putting his sack on the table, mm-hmm. and I don't, I, I don't bet against prime time. That dude has. You come don't through. bet against sacks. <laughs> <laughs> Last week you had your your whole your nuts. Oh, they were out. You had your nuts out, and they got destroyed. But I'm going again, putting nuts back out there. All right, toss on with your ten points of credit. What are we doing? What are we doing? I am going Florida, getting seven at Utah. You're taking that. I am. I am taking that. Absolutely. Uh, again, 
The only way Utah has a chance is if Cam Risen plays. He's questionable. If he's out, I like Florida to win outright. It's actually a rematch from last yeah, year's last year. season opener. Yes. Where Florida ran for 535 yards against Utah. They but Utah played. won, though, right? No, Florida won. Florida won. All right. Utah. Uh, so medium. I know. Utah, again, does not play a lick of defense. I don't. Yeah. I like Florida. All right. Plus seven. I think we got to change his name from Tall Sean to the Gator Sean. <laughs> It's all about the Gators. The Gators. And uh, Cam Risen. Can we just go ahead and call him? Bad Moon <laughs> Rising. Bad Moon Rising. Bad Moon Rising. <laughs> I, I think we should. It's just sitting there. All right, I christen it. Years ago, and Maestro remember this, uh, BYU had a player named Ira Gooch. And it's just like, that's the Gooch from Different Strokes. <laughs> you finally made it? Yeah, and then uh, some of our coworkers had connections with that team, so I got an autographed Ira Gooch. Did BYU you really? football calendar. I did. Why have we never heard of this before? Why have I never heard of this before? I, I don't like. Why are you withholding information? I don't like to tell my Mormon backstory. Why is it not on the wall, but in your office? <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's Ivor Gooch. Hard to believe. I have so much memorabilia. You really do. All right. <laughs> so those were your wagers of the week. Maestro says the U covers seventeen points against my. I saw that line at seventeen and a half, by the way, uh, against Miami of Ohio. But I think they'll cover either of those. Toledo plus nine and a half against Illinois. Coach. I didn't write his down, but I'm sure it was a good bet. It was 20 and a half. I'm taking 20 and a half points against Colorado, Colorado against, against TCU. TCU. All right. And then Talshawn says, take the Gators over the Utes. The Utes can't tackle. They're worse tacklers than USC. And I'm betting the pool 10. The pool 10, 10. He's going all I, in. I don't give a damn about the rest of the guest pickers. <laughs> That's right. Well, the points don't really matter in the end of the day. But <laughs> they do to me. They do to coach. All right. Uh, we're not going to play the riff for, unless you want to play it, Maestro. Do you have a new one? For what? Brother. I'm playing it. He's playing right. it. We're going to do it. Despite DMSC. Now, uh, when the points don't matter, but when we bet with Coach's brother, they do matter because we bet actual money. He is the official bookie of Sports Wednesday. <laughs> betting with Coach's brother. Betting with Coach's brother. Betting with Coach's Last week we set our bet with Coach's Breda, and uh, in typical Sports Wednesday fashion, the game's not until this week. Correct. So there, unless we can talk him out of that bet into another bet, I don't know that we have let's, a bet let's ask, let's ask our because Big Ten expert if I he has a bet. I woke up the next day feeling bad uh, from the drinking, but yes. also like, that was not the greatest bet that we threw out. We there. did. We, we, we actually... We have Kent State plus 35... No, he has Kent State plus thirty. Plus thirty-five. Yeah. We have minus. We have UCF minus. UCF minus thirty-five and a half. I yes, thirty-five and a half. The We've, Golden Knights against the Golden Flashes. I like UCF. Oh, to cover. Yeah. All right. Okay, I feel good We're now. Staying. I feel good All now. Right. Thank you. Excellent. Woof. I feel really good. I feel like refreshed. That's a lot of freaking points, though. It is. <laughs> You know what's interesting? I thought there's no way he'd take Kinsey. I I never thought he would take the points. He he's not a guy like that. Is there something about this? Maybe rye he's going through something that like feels a like it, I'm drinking grapefruit juice. Yes, or some sort, of, and so it's deceiving. So I keep chugging, chugging it, it drinking it fast. So I might not make it through the rest of the show. What uh, what what do you think he's going through? Who my brother? Yeah, I think it's a midlife crisis. I think so because he does not take big lines. 
He's, uh, he's how, how much older is he than you? Two he years? Is, no, he's like 15 months. <gasps> 15 months. Yeah, we're Irish. like, what do they call those Irish twins? Yes. Irish twins, yeah. So, uh, so he's 53. Yes. He's remembering his soapbox derby glory days. Yes, of the of, of how, how close he, he was. Can, yeah, he's chasing that feeling. Yeah, he's I wouldn't know how to feel. Older brother. Barely, like he is, like and he's almost far exceeded everything. <laughs> <I've done. laughs> by, by by a mile. Oh, by tenfold. Oh, no. Like it's not even close. How like the that, disappointment my parents, my parents feel. That like, extra fifteen oh. months of life is just giving really him such a things. leg up. Like like look at look at what he's gotten. He got the soapbox derby. Yeah. He got to pitch in Little League. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I was mm-hmm. the catcher. What? I mean, yeah, I was the catcher mm-hmm. always. And, you know, he is what he is. He's yeah. successful and I'm not. So, I mean, it's like, what what, what happened there? Why do I even try anymore? It's an error and a spare for the long way. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> oh, it's a Game of Thrones. All righty. That's losing it. with Coach's Breda. Uh, we got some things to do now. This is where we get stuff off our chest. We call it a rant. That's actually good for our hearts at this age. Tall oh, that's very mm-hmm. good. You know, heart health is important. Uh, or we clean up mistakes. Uh, we call that a correction. Or uh, we recommend something that we found in the world that we think we should pass along, and that's called a recommendation. And the whole bit is called... The Rants and Corrections. The recommendations. Yeah, yeah. This is open, <laughs> open mic style. It's, it's creepy. It's cr- <laughs> it, it is so unsettling. We're so much louder. It's worse in, in person. For it really is. It We're really blowing is. it up. We are, I mean. All right, so coach, you've got a rant. I've got a rant. Are you the only one signed up? Have you have anything, Maestro? Anything? I got nothing. Nothing this week. Talk anything? Show? I got a wreck. All right. Well, we're like gonna go. Let's do the rant and then the wreck. Okay, so my rant is simply, uh, it's about when college football games occur, meaning the time of day. So today, I heard listening to the radio that the the biggest game of the year, not Michigan and Ohio State, but the biggest Ohio State game which is Ohio State, Penn State. Mm-hmm. It's te- it's basically, it, it could be two top seven teams. It no, it's, it's it Ohio it's, it's I'll get to that. It's All in right. Columbus. And it's going to be on Fox, yeah. which tells you right now. Big noon. It's fucking big noon. big noon. And like, I hate the big noon game. Like, I don't care what Fox, that's the only slot that they can get. It is the worst time slot to watch a football game for many reasons. One, if you're going to the game, it's just inconven- it's, it's inconvenient to be at the game to try to have that game experience starting at 6 in the morning. and then To get tr- that drunk that early. That early. Ooh. How late and then in the season is this one? October 21st. Okay. Um, I just find, and it's going to be, without a doubt, if Penn State does their work, which they should, I'm, it'll be the biggest game of the week. Mm-hmm. And it's going to go off at noon, so the rest of the schedule is, is dog shit. So like you've you've got nothing to lead up to, and Fox is 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 saying we want the classic noon game, and it's horrible. There's a caveat because I'm going to that game mm-hmm. with Brother. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair. So I I I want it to like. And with here's the, the thing with Brother's tickets. Yes, with Brother's mm-hmm. tickets, and he'll be there. So here's the thing. I'm not saying it needs to be a, a nine o'clock game. That to me is the other end. Three thirty is such a sweet spot. It really is. It's, you go to the three thirty game. You you you, you pregame before it and it's so much like you have time you do lunch you, you watch the game the game gets done around six seven you still have the rest of the Sounds night like to do what you want this is all about you it is all about me it's my rant <laughs> <laughs> I hate the noon game I also hate the noon game if I'm not going to the game because getting up and like you're looking forward to one game and it's over at noon 
you lose all of the game day leading and you watch a couple games that lead up to it. You might see a game that's better than the game you're leading up to. Yeah. But once your game happens, and especially if it doesn't go the right way. And yes, with a 3.30 game, while you're tailgating, you can watch, watch the game. Watch football, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I hate the noon kick. Do you know what the big noon game is this week, by the way? I don't. Ohio U, Long Island. <laughs> That'd be a great one. I can't. Is it no? Wait. 12 o'clock kick. 12 o'clock kick. There? Yeah. All righty. Nice rant there, Coach. Sorry, I had to go off. <laughs> it's a, it is a, a wreck. We got a wreck. What's our wreck? That's good. Yeah, so um, uh, cool show that I watched. I don't believe it's been recommended on the podcast. That's, that's a thing I do, so you should be good. Daisy Jones and the Six. Anybody mm-hmm. familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Heard about it. It's really cool. It's uh, about a like a '70s rock band. It's kind of I think the inspiration for it was like the the Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham kind yeah. of you know tension. Uh, but you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll about a like a rock band that kind of you know breaks big and you know kind of crumble crumbles under sex, drugs, and rock and roll and sexual tension um but it, it's really good the the first couple of episodes you know they're like kind of setting the stage for everything it's a little little slow but uh stick with it it's, it's definitely worth it I think is that netflix or prime prime oh, you... <laughs> it's on prime 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 yeah all right so coach says college football games should start at 3 30 and Tashawn says check out daisy jones and the six on prime all right everybody all right everybody anything Next, else rants you don't got anything? What are you reading? What are you watching? I don't. You know, I've been. Uh, I've just been dealing with like lots of life stuff lately. So I haven't. <laughs> can't rant or wreck anything. I can't rant or wreck anything. Yeah. Rant huh. or wreck. Rant or wreck or rant or wreck. My uh, my wife is growing a garden of uh, herbal plants that she's Ooh. planning to like make into teas to make herself feel better. Oh, that yeah. sounds delicious. So, uh, that's been super exciting. <laughs> Did uh, how do, how's the one I looking? Did it? Did you? Did, did you get the door? The door came today. Yes. So so is it safe to say that the NBA championship in your own eye? That's, that's correct. The NBA hats <laughs> off to you. Hats off to you, NBA. you. One. They're they're actually coming tomorrow to do the inspection. Here's a question for you. So the township's coming to do a final inspection. Okay. I still have water coming into my great room. They haven't gotten a roofer out there. So do I tell the inspector like don't pass this until they get a roofer out here? Ooh, that's a great question. You know what I mean? Can't do th- I don't feel qualified to answer that question. You're rolling the dice. I know, right? Because they might just say, you know what? Screw that guy! Because every inspector has come out, they look like for 30 seconds, and then they sign the paper, and they leave. Yeah, they don't care. care. My it's thought Delaware, is... Though, right? It's still Delaware County. Yeah. My thought is he'll come out and pass it, and then the company will call me for the final payment, and that's when I'll say, I would love to give you that final payment. But you haven't done your final work. As soon as we get this roof fixed. So I'm going to say this. All right. If the inspector comes out and does not pass it, and they call for the final, they can't get the final payment, like, they'll pass it once you fix my roof. Am Am I crazy? Am I crazy? I don't know, man. I don't know. Is it, is it, God, what a tricky place to be. I know, right? And, and I'm on the work schedule. It's not like they're not sending someone out, but it's, you know, it's been three weeks since I called. That's been three weeks. That's yeah. more, it, rain's coming. Yeah. 
You can't stop the rain. Right? You know who I you know how you gotta call and ask about this? Who? John Fogarty? I gotta I gotta call I gotta call uh, I gonna Brady fourteen K. You Who's have to call Brady fourteen K. Yes, who'll yeah. stop the rain, yes. You didn't yes, laugh. I know, but he pulled me away. Tom I Sean was there. Like Damn Sean it, that was so good. I was trying really to lighten it up. Honestly, so good. I'm going to give you that, too. Play hardball, BMOC. you got to do what you got to do. Very good. As I set you up for that. We'll see what happens. I'll update everyone on the show. I can't wait. Okay. Oh, wait, I do have one more rec. All right, here we okay. go. So I have been playing. Everybody got into the Wordle thing. Everybody got Well, everybody loves Sportle because that they sponsor us. Sportle.pro. But there is a great sports-based grid thing called the Immaculate Grid. And I got to tell you, if you it's like... It's hard. It's super hard. Yeah. But it will, it will give you a little time. It does pro baseball, pro basketball. It even does pro... It does soccer, and it also does women's basketball. But, like, if you get into it, and if you are a, a baseball guy or a basketball, an NBA guy, like, really, those are the two that will work. Just do the Immaculate Grid and play with it. You, you'll fail at it more times than you don't, but it's, it's, it's something that will make your mind, your sports mind, work. The Immaculate Grid. Did you do it? I did. Yes, the baseball part is It was humbling. Shit. Yes, it's very humbling. The, the Immaculate, immaculate grid. grid. And just a reminder, the show's brought to you by our good friends at Big Swing Games. <laughs> Makers of Sportle. Sportle.pro, everybody. Play that Sportle. instead. Pro. <laughs> We're doing so great. We had that four-week break, and I haven't done uh, any sponsorship ad reads since I know then. that you haven't. God. I, I got a walk-on, Rick. Oh, Here we, we go. go. All right. You've got, you, this is, this is walk-on. This, this is episode walk-on. is called walk-on. Walk-on, Rick. Uh, I listened to so uh, started a band. Smartless. Um, with some some old cronies and um, one of my bandmates uh, Billy Peak has been recommending this record from a, an artist and her name is Kate Davis mm-hmm. kind of a poppy you know indie sad girl and I've been hesitant because you know he he has all kinds of records but I finally listened to the record today the, the, her latest record is uh, called Fishbowl and it is fantastic Kate Davis Kate Davis it's all right poppy. I don't know if you remember the the LP from Metric. Did you ever listen to Metric back yes. in the day? Yes. Mm-hmm. They have a record called Fantasies, and it's like almost a flawless record. Probably 08, I think it came out. But anyway, it reminds me of that. Just really catchy melodies, um, cool songs. Check it out. Kate Davis. Kate Davis. Kate Davis. She's actually got three records, and they're all really good, but this new record is it's stellar. It's, uh, I mean, it's poppy. It's melodic. I don't know. It's, it's not heavy metal. Kate Davis. I'm going to dig it. Kate Davis. Kate Davis. So our walk-on wrecks were Kate Davis and Immaculate Grid. Immaculate Grid. All right, very good. That's Rance Corrections and Recommendations. That brings us to... And uh, usually I ask Coach to explain how this works, but I'm going to go ahead and explain it. Oh, please do. So what happens is when we have three people on the show, you get 20 seconds to share a take on anything in the whole world. Could be sports-themed. That would be on brand, but it doesn't have to be. And then we do that twice. 
So 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, that's 120 seconds or two minutes. We have Tal Sean tonight, so you only get 15 seconds for your Oh, team. we lose five seconds. 15, 15, 15, 15. That way we can accommodate all four and still bring this whole thing in in two minutes, which we've done 237 consecutive times. <laughs> Never missed. All right. Sorry. No worries. Prepping for the next bit. The uh, the two-minute drill, uh, I think we'll go maestro, then coach, then me, then Tal Sean. All right. You ready? Ready? Maestro? Your two-minute drill starts now. I'm going to talk about Mickey Rourke, because everybody else is talking about Rourke's. No. Uh, I am going to talk about the Ryder Cup. Oh, yeah. You guys know what that is? I golf. do. He loves golf. Love it. It's going to be care. in Italy this year. Uh, the U.S. just picked their team. Uh, the Ryder Cup happens, what, every other year? Every few years? Every two years? I can't remember. I don't know. U.S. has not won in Europe in Europe's soil in a long time. So uh, Zach Johnson, the old Masters champion. Uh, what about World War II? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Undefeated. Hello. Undefeated. Go ahead. Anyway, it's, uh, I want to say it's mid-September. It's in Italy. Uh, anyway, the U.S. has finalized their team. Zach Johnson is the captain. Captain. We'll see what happens. Golf. Ryder Cup. <laughs> Go USA. Time. It's 15 seconds on the dot. Uh, right on the dot. All right, so I'm going to talk about an OU alumnus that uh, got a shot in the uh, NFL with Thank the you. Jacksonville. Thank you. I, I threw a great spiral. Class <laughs> of 93. Brian Hake was released. Uh, so with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Nathan Rourke was officially released today on cut day. He had had a nice killer. He had a great highlight against Dallas. Um I, I don't think this is the end for him. What I anticipate is uh, Jacksonville will put him on the uh, practice, practice squad, and he'll be their emergency third quarterback. I don't feel like I don't feel like his his NFL story is not over. Yeah, like he will not go back to Canada. He is in for it, in it to win it. He's just going to have to do the hard road where he's going to have to be on a practice squad and get a chance. What would you? What would you? choose go to canada where you can start and be the man and play cfl but you're also saying like i agree but he or already... be on the practice squad i think that's a tough choice but i also think probably the practice he's, squad in the he's nfl young prob- enough to still do it for a year yes yeah, and i, I, I think you. he'll do it just because i think there's something like he's i mean he's a, an athlete that has an ego and i'm not saying that's a bad thing that he's saying like i gotta check this box off and I have to believe that I can get on a roster. So he is going to play this out. And on a practice squad, you make six figures. Yeah. And oh, you do can, you really? You can yes. get picked oh, yes. up by another team. Yes. So yeah. he is he is available on this practice squad. He I is thought like, they made like 50 grand. Oh, no. They make six figures. Yeah. And they're really That's guys nice. that they, they hide them on the practice squad just in case. I got you. So some team is going to have a quarterback need, and he'll be an emergency quarterback for them. So I, it's sad that he got cut, but it was kind of – I saw it, but I feel like, and I'll predict it, he will get... Listen up, Doug Peterson. That's the last mistake you'll ever make. He can always live on his brother's couch. That's right. In Athens. In Athens. That would be amazing. Time! Plus, plus in Jacksonville, they've got that great poutine. Oh, poutine. loves. (laughs) They they make great poutine. Uh, I'm also talking Rourke, Curtis Rourke, and it was more a question for you guys, which I know is not traditionally done in 15 seconds in the two minute drill but but let's do it got injured in that game we got zero information yes. from the broadcast it was quiet wasn't it you know and then we find out uh, the next day 
Uh, they didn't even have to do an extra or anything. Tim Albums just like, you're not going back in. He wanted to go back into that game. Yes. He felt like he could play. And I just wonder what you thought of that. He's being safe. He needs him for to win the Mac. Yeah. I don't think that game is to, really To me, I think valuable. that was him saying, our goal is to win the Mac this year. It's not... Because there's a chance, right? If you're a Mac team and you get nine or ten wins, you'll crack the top 25. Which He's not... Yeah. Amazing. Yes. They're right. not in the same boat as like Ohio State where you can't lose a game. But a win over San Diego State would have helped a lot if we wanted to be ranked at some yes. point. But, I, but here's what I'll say about... Uh, Nathan's point. He's a guy that like could have been. I'm not saying this is like a major dark horse, but he's a dark horse, dark dark horse Heisman candidate. And he was on national TV, and he yeah he took him out of a game that coach. I, I, what world are you living in, guys? I'm just saying. And but also, <laughs> also I will say this: his draft prospects like Trey Lance and these guys that like made it out of these small schools. Yeah because they had big games or they were on the spotlight and they had big numbers, they just took a full game out of him to have big numbers, yeah. Yeah, which hurts his chance. If bell was wrong or he no, was skimpy, I, that, that... I'm okay with it because I want OU to win. I don't give a shit about his stuff, but I want OU to win. Yeah, I do care about him, but I'm saying I'm okay with that, but I'm, I'm, I'm being devil's advocate here. I'm like, he's like, well, shit. And he's a gamer. Well, we do uh, play... He's from Canada. We have bigger games, too. I think we play Iowa State this year. Yes, we do in two games. <laughs> Looking at you. So, all right. Well, that's that's time. Unless time. Marshall, you wanted to weigh that in. Was it no, I'm good with that. Okay. You that didn't watch like, a game, did you? I did not. Did not. I, okay. I was not able to. Yeah. That's the only reason, right? Only reason. <laughs> I would have been with you guys watching that game. All right. Toss on time. Okay. I'm going to talk about, uh, or I'm going to say happy trails to Cade York, former Browns place kicker, who was a fourth-round draft pick of the Cleveland Browns last year. I think you could argue that's the worst draft pick of the um, of uh, what's the guy's uh, the GM. Yes, help Long me out. Line. What's his name? Come on. A.B. What's his name? Yes, what's his name? Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with Anthony Bourdain. Antonio Brown. His worth pick. You know, heard over and over again what a great – job he did in practice yeah. but he very um, for too often screwed the pooch yeah. when it came to actual in-game kicking yes uh, so again happy trails Cade York Bad and pick. and yes. and we used we traded for another kicker gave up a seventh round pick next year for a guy who lost the job in San Diego I know that so not not great not great. Yeah. And, uh, but on brand for the Browns. Yeah, totally yeah. on brand. Uh, Andrew Barry. Andrew Barry. Andrew Thank you. Barry. Andrew nice Barry. If you're scoring at home, it's Andrew Barry. Had the initials right. And so, so Maybe. But Matt Barr's out, right? Matt Barr. Yes, Matt Barr is out. So is uh, Mark Mosley. That's a lovely couple of deep cuts. Bill that Dawson was not available. That's right. Don Cockroft could he not just, make it. Yes. Time! Time! Uh, let, me, let me ask you this. Yes? Have you guys ever watched the... Uh, Kevin Costner film Draft Day. I have not. I I have not, but I've watched it on TikTok in a thousand. Days. Yes, in chunks. <laughs> it just comes up on chunks. Same. Like at this point, I'm like, I don't have to watch the actual movie, but uh, I would like someone to recommend recommend it and say that you should watch it. No one's ever said that, or I never felt compelled to watch it. It's no. a lot of Kevin Costner on the phone. That's for sure. So can I ask this? So you, have you seen it? No. Oh damn it! Because I was going to say, have you seen it? No, I haven't, but I wanted to compare it to Moneyball uh, and say, is, like, is it in the same vein as Moneyball, but it's... I wanted to compare it to Fast and Furious 4. 
I don't. What's think the movie with Clint Eastwood where he's uh, uh, the scout? No. Scout. Is it the scout? No, the scout is the one with uh, Brandon Fraser. Yes. Yes, where he climbs the. But what's the Clint Eastwood one where he's got Amy? Travel uh, with the curve. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that is some high God Clint Eastwood. Damn it! Have it. There you have it. To Talshawn's point, it's not like Moneyball because in Moneyball you're rooting for the characters to and succeed, and in this one you don't. So, uh, if anyone's watched it, or if I challenge one of us to watch it and then do okay, a full I'll review. Oh, remember when we did that? Mm-hmm. Remember we had sports movies? Yeah, remember that? We did that. I still didn't watch Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not pass. We all that watched this, and he did not watch this. Time. That's 15 seconds, Maestro. All right, it's me. I'm not going to go into great detail here. Oh, I just want to sure bring it up because it's baseball, and we didn't really talk about baseball, mm. other than in that last bit. I love baseball. Um, the Dodgers, August. Is that like the best August a team has ever had? It's we damn talked good. about we talked about Atlanta being so far ahead of everybody, mm-hmm. and here we here we mm-hmm. are, end of August, and the Dodgers are right there. Yeah, they're they're blazing hot. Mookie Betts. Blazing hot. MVP month. I don't think he'll get past Acuna, but he is he is a, he that is, is an a, impressive month of baseball for a team. I'm I can I just say something? I'm so impressed that you <laughs> nice you paid job, attention. Maestro, you did baseball. Well. That's, Look at that. Wow. I try. I'm I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless. That is amazing. Dojas. Time, coach. Okay, so I was gonna kind of, uh, kind of piggybacking on what Sean. I'm, I'm just gonna talk about kickers, because this whole Cade York thing made me think fucking about kickers. Fucking kickers. So like they, they are this. <laughs> My this lining up an extra <laughs> point. Lining as we up speak. for a kick. They are this weird, crazy beast that you have to have, but yet they are as replaceable as the hat you wear on your head. Like it's just like. So, Stefanski, when he was with Minnesota, and of course this is a medium level podcast, that there was a kicker there that I, his name escapes me, went one for four. I, I don't know if it was in preseason or like the first three games. They cut him, so he got cut, and then the next two years he got picked up. He is now like one of the most accurate, and he's a he's a Pro Bowl kicker. So like I see where where Stefanski is holding on to this guy because like kickers are like. I like a poker like like you're playing poker and you don't know what you have because you're afraid if you fold on something you might get screwed and it's it's probably like you know one of the more like mental yes it's like yeah, closers rules, in baseball it's know? absolutely it's like and yeah. you miss you get the yips it's like Chuck Knobloch he can't so throw to first for, for the live feed I'm going to stand up I'm going to do my coach's imp- impression yeah. when a kicker misses right. <laughs> I'll describe it for the 175,000 of you not on the screen. <laughs> Maestro still got his hands on his knees and head he just down. drops his head, just head and starts straight down. Disappointment. <laughs> hands on the knees. compelling audio. Oh my God, it's, that is uh, so good. I've actually seen uh, seen that like from Maestro when I, I just described like how I fixed my car. Yes, he's like, oh my <laughs> oh, God. Man, no. You're going to do what with that bike rack? Did, so you guys, like, did you ever have a friend like in high school who... Uh, like there's a fifty percent chance he was getting in a fight some night, and yes. like maybe not always with justice on his side. But yeah. he was his friend, yes. and so there's this uncomfortable tension. Like, oh. uh, that's how I feel about kickers. Yes, <laughs> like like the the Browns cut Cade York, and in a story they're like well, they're going to sign Robbie Gould. I'm like, oh, I remember Robbie Gould. 
He's 40. (laughs) (laughs) They're cutting a 24-year-old for a 40-year-old. That's kickers. They want a sure thing, even if it's like just from 45 in. But Robbie Gold is still relevant because he was good enough for long enough. So kicking is such a weird thing. And they're supposedly going to bring... York back on the uh, on the practice squad. Yeah, so I, he'll make six figures. York, York could get York. signed by another team. When York, your time, time. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Ronald Acuna Jr. was playing a game. I did. This is insane. This is crazy. A fan runs out onto the field. Now, I'm not a fan of fans running out on the field, but I get that it happens. It's part of sports. If I were ever to do it, my goal would be. To avoid security and high-five the player I was running out. That would be perfect. This fan ran out and grabbed him <laughs> in like a hug. <laughs> now, if it comes out that this fan was special needs, I have to take this back. We, we will. Can we, really we pull that weird, back? Because like, he like, grabbed and Stipulated. just held on. Yes. And then security gets him off. He turns around, and another fan is right there, and he grabs and starts holding on. It was Correct. almost like, what is happening? Yeah, it's like they wanted to touch the cloak of this guy <laughs> to see what was going on to, to heal themselves or something. And it was just the weirdest highlight I've seen in a long time. It was time. really weird. And the yeah. fact that he got all the way out to the outfield to yeah. get to him was a little unsettling. Yeah. They that- compared it to that movie, uh, the De Niro movie with Wesley Snipes, the fan. Mm-hmm. The uh, That happened in the EPL, too. On Sunday, so uh, Man Man City was playing. I think it was Sheffield United. Um, but a fan like H- Holland finally scored, and somebody came out and <gasps> on his back. Oh, it was just like che- yeah. like he was cool about it. But I thought it was somebody like a player that just had like a jersey yeah. that was like you know like no. a second stringer. It was a fan. It was a fan oh, on wow. his back doing the same thing. It is oh. kind of I, I I've seen in in. EPL in England, like fans who dress up in the kit and then they try and sneak on the pitch for yeah. like yeah, I've seen that and too, stuff yes. like that. Which I think that's a, that's that's fine. It's that's harmless. fine. You're trying. He was actually really cool about it, but you know, somebody jumps on your back and they're a big muscular dude, and you're like, oh. <clears throat> if you were ever going to run onto the field to high five a player, who would it be? Ooh, current or old? Any, all time. Oh Jesus! All time, ooh, that that's tougher. It, it, it's easier to say current. My current would be J Ram, J Ram, J Ram. Nice, particularly after the the fight. Oh yeah, big time. I know who that is. Uh, I'm Jose say Ramirez, Vince, Vince Ferragamo, Vince Ferragamo. L <laughs> <laughs> A Rams, great. Vince Ferragamo. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Clint that's Longley. weird. I, I was gonna do Pat Hayden. <laughs> Wow, what's this Ram shit? <laughs> uh, oh, okay, man. we can't. I it's can't. It's the rye. It's the rye. Damn you in the rye. Here's to the so rye. Good. Cheers. Yes, of course. All right, oh, so that, that was about 15 seconds. It's time, tell Sean. I'm going to go into the world of entertainment and just say that I would really, really appreciate if the Writers Screen Actors Guild can get this resolved. Please. These studios. I need my late night talk show, comedy, variety show, whatever you call them, the, the Colbert's, the Seth Meyers. I need those back in business. It was one of my go-tos. And it's you what know, you watch. Big time, you know, big, like, major releases are getting pushed back. Oh, I know everything that. is. Yeah, you know, like, Dune, which... I know, I want to see it. Dune 2. 
that I'm very interested in seeing that's getting pushed back into 2024. Need this resolved. Yeah. Time. Time. Freddie got fingered, pushed twice. That could have been a rant. Yeah, it could have been a rant. That was a rant. Probably both of mine could have been a rant. I think he's. I think he kind of. But here's the thing. Yeah, here it is. The writers strike. It's going to affect us, right? We're going to be digging into our DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. Watching old. We're going to be watching Battlestar Galactica. Just to get us through the winners. You mean with, with the old Such Battlestar? A good show. Battlestar Galactica? It was or, good, right? Oh, you're talking the, the second round. I'm talking both. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're probably <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff like Netflix, like, they probably have so much stuff, you know, so much content in the can already that they can keep releasing. They can get stuff. it through. I, I feel like, like, I said, like, for me, it's I feel like, like the, Netflix and Amazon are fading a little bit because all their sort of short term contracts with the big studios yeah. are going out and now like it's Peacock like they they have their own sh- stuff and uh, I'm watching I feel like I'm watching Netflix and Amazon less and less and oh yeah I am that. too because I just I also feel like I'm not getting enough of what's coming out next and I'm also not like diving deep into Netflix or even the other places because I feel like there's content in there but what I found out hanging out with you yes and and break dancer Mike and his wife. I'm not consuming nearly as much. Content oh, I as consume I a lot. Be. Yes. Holy shit! There's a lot of content. They're watching like I've never even heard of these things. They're like, oh yeah, I'm in season See three it. of that. Yeah. <laughs> I made a recommendation to Longley. Like I had watched three episodes, and he's like on season three. Nice. <laughs> like I can like, like four days later. I know. What are you doing? Do you sleep? Just early morning shit. I just like let's up at four a.m. I get up. Let's go. Let's get my streaming in. I do feel like this dearth of new content is going to create a real opportunity for let them play a triathlon across America. (laughs) (laughs) I have something to say to that too. Looking forward to it, Bernsey. Get my back end streaming royalties. You're going to get them. Be huge. All right, there being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way, on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley, Big Ten expert coach proclaimed, Tall Sean and the maestro Brian Hake and Pete on the big man on campus saying, good times, everybody, good times.